All right, PT, we're going to kick ass in this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. I'm with my lovely wife and dear friend and partner in life and marriage and as a parent. Ladies and gentlemen, it's rock star Donna. On the ones and the twos. That's oh, hello. That's me. Hello. 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 We'll just leave that on the floor. I'm here. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years welcome to my second act, where we talk about things that you're already talking about with your family and friends, conversations about current events and pop culture and music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Love all that. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Hi, Did Donna. you know that being blonde is now being canceled? I did not know that. Okay, so the same little group of kids on TikTok that canceled us people who like to wear skinny jeans, mm-hmm. moi, right. um, part our hair down the middle on the side, moi, yes. moi, and have blonde have now canceled blonde hair. They have decided that blonde hair is chuggy. Who's they? Well, first of all, do you know what the word chuggy means? I don't know what that word means. No. Well, chug, look that up. Chuggy means like something that's like passe. Like, how would you spell that? Like out of vogue, C-H-E-U-G-Y. So chuggy is a word that all these kids, when I say kids, it's the TikTokers and the, the college kids and the teenagers. It's things that they've decided that people do that are just not cool. Chuggy. The opposite of trendy or trying too hard. Yeah. If you're trying too hard, you're chuggy. So like, okay. so like if all of a sudden I started wearing these super white sn- sneakers and saying, Hey, how do you like my fit? I would say you look a little chuggy. Yeah. You're kind of chuggy because it sounds like I'm trying too hard, but here's the thing with the blonde hair. They've determined now that blonde hair is, is not in. And so all of these supermodels like Gigi Hadid and all these people are going back to like dark hair. Wow. Like brunette is very in. That's a big step for, for a woman. You yeah, know? Brunette with a few highlights. So if you will notice, I am following this trend. Right. And I am not blonde hardly at all anymore. And I didn't know I was following the trend. I just knew that because I have um, a certain color hair that keeps coming in, which will be unnamed because it makes me very old. Does it start with a G? Yes. That I was having to go get my hair colored basically every week. Because I wouldn't even, if you get your hair colored and you're a woman, you're going to understand this. You get out of the salon and you're like, oh my God, my hair looks so good for one damn day. And then the next day you're like, oh my God. Is that gray coming in? Like, is, is, it, it, is it coming in again? Like, could it be coming in this quickly? And so you become like neurotic about here it comes. It's starting to come in. Oh my God, here it comes. I got to go back. So I was just like, when I went to him, I go, listen, we just got to stop some of this blonding because I cannot be here every week. So in his infinite wisdom, he told me it's good timing. Why is that? Because blonde is not oh, in I see. anymore. It's going, it's going out. And I said, what does that do for you? And he said he doesn't pay attention to that. Well, because people are going to get their hair dyed, regardless of what's popular and in vogue, right? Yeah, but I mean, like the highlights and all that stuff and the balayage when they're painting on your hair and stuff, that 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 runs the ticket up. Runs that ticket yeah. up. Because my ticket is low right now. I mean, I could go every week if I wanted to. But I just don't have the time. Let's or, think about that. Or though. the wherewithal. Let's think about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long drive over there. But, but the bigger issue is, who is this group of people? That cancel blonde hair. They just cancel everything. Yeah. Yeah, Or skinny jeans. Or what if you don't look good in weird baggy mom jeans that come up to your stomach? Like, when did that come in? I mean, who who looks good in those? I don't know. And some of the things that I see like kids wearing now, it's like everything old is new again. Like, 
uh, I think it was Charlotte, our 15 year old, asked me the other day, she goes, Mom, do you have any um, old Patagonia jackets? And I'm like, Probably. Mm. She's like, Well, they're vintage and they're worth something. And so, really, really old Patagonia jackets are almost like baseball cards right now. If you have any and you're listening to this podcast, you should mine through them and check on eBay because some of them are going for thousands of dollars. Yeah, that was like the original puffy jacket, was it not? Yes, the original Patagonias because there's all these different patterns and stuff on them. So anyway, I don't know who these children are, but they need to stay in their own damn lane because I'm about to cancel them. Cancel themselves. Yeah. I traveled to Asheville, North Carolina this past weekend to spend some time with my dad. Some conversation about that's coming up. On my way home Sunday night, I wheel into the racetrack, Donna, on 985 across, uh, this is in Hall County in Gainesville, across from the J. Walters YMCA. I know that place. Well-lit, nice racetrack, welcoming. Why do we know that, that particular location, that store number? Well, because when we used to drive to Cashers to our mountain house, we would always have a younger well, we have a bunch of younger kids. We had like probably two or three in, in car seats. And inevitably, someone would puke. And this is prior to getting on the mountain because it's very windy to get up to Cashers and Highlands. And that's understandable. Like I've almost puked driving myself. But this is just like on a flat road, just out of nowhere. Well, it's and 95. You, and you hear that kind of like, and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. So like then you start, if you have young kids, you start like going across six lanes of traffic just to try to like unbuckle them as fast as you can because there is nothing worse in love i'm sure there's something there's mm, this is a top that. five than having barf in your car seat because here's what you're going to do because your husband wants you to like try to make it work you're going to pull that sucker out put it on your driveway try to salvage it get your hose out yep, hose it now and you're like going to be fine in chunks to throw up it's going to smell in your car it, it, it it's did. disgusting so tell everybody what we did so what you need to do is ignore your husband and or invest wife in 12 and just get, when you see them on sale, buy them. And then you line them up like airplanes in the garage. In the garage. And anytime you're traveling, you need an extra car seat because you have to be able to throw that one away on the side of the road, which we did at the YMCA, this particular YMCA. We have thrown car seats all over North Georgia. All over North America. Yeah, just left them. Yeah. And then you just pop that box, pull that new one out. Fresh and, car seat. And they're so excited, like the kids, because they're just like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh my God. <clears throat> Because they thought they oh, were going to get their old car seat back. Yeah. With like chunks. Ugh. You know? Yeah. And the smell. And if you have like two more hours to travel up mountain roads, you're just to Gainesville. You're just 40 minutes outside of your house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you already know? started. Yeah. That That's a parenting tip. I mean, we're here all the time. Mm-hmm. Like these are, these are just little gems we can give you. Life yeah. hacks. Parent mm-hmm. hacks. Yeah. We're here twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. So I'm in the racetrack dressing my roller grill item at like 1045. Do they Sunday have night. roller grill items out there? Absolutely. Fresh all day, every day. Okay. So I'm dressing my bun, and I see out of the corner of my eye, Donna, the side door to this racetrack swing open, and a, what appeared to be a runaway bride racing into the store and into the women's restroom. Mm. I thought I caught that out of the corner of my eye. Then as I continued to put some jalapeno cheese dip on my hot dog, my all-beef you think hot grill item, hot roller grill item, I see the groom come in the front door. And I want to congratulate this new married couple that I befriended at racetrack 1134 on 985 in Gainesville, Georgia. Like, okay. Is somebody coming behind her holding her train? No. Nope. She darted in the door by herself. I didn't know what was going on. Like a fancy dress? Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see. I, corner of my eye, Donna. Corner okay. of my eye. All right. Uh, they met their counselors. They're school counselors, both of them. Okay. How does this go down? You come up to them with <sighs> cheese hanging off the side of your mouth and go, hey, sir. I said, listen. I said, the, the clerk at this racetrack recognized them both. They're all from that area. 
Because he said, I didn't know y'all were dating. How long have you been engaged? She's like a year and a half. He being Evan and uh, Michaela is okay. his bride. All right. All right. And they live in Tacoa, Georgia. And they met uh, at South Carolina, USC. I love it. Dated a year and a half. And they're headed to the Bahamas from racetrack to Hartsfield. I love that. To fly out on their honeymoon. And I thought it was just a fascinating story. But you would think somebody would, like, would he not go in the bathroom and help her with her dress? He, he did not. He did not. And I'm not calling Evan out, Donna. Okay. They, they were a lovely couple. They were excited. They were young. They were vibrant and fresh and mm. excited to be married. Yeah. Across from the J.A. Walters YMCA. Hopefully it stays that way in the Bahamas. You know, sometimes it will pe- in the Bahamas. Sometimes people go on these trips, like you go on your honeymoon. When you get back to Tacoa. Well, I don't know. Maybe like on day four <laughs> when you're looking at the person, you're just like. Really? Yeah. Well, not us. But I mean, like there are, I'm sure there are people on their honeymoon who are just like, wow. Okay. Because, you know, there are some couples who like, they're only always around when they go out with people. They're right. only with lots of people. And so then when you're one-on-one with someone, that's when you know if it's really going to like take or not. Because you're like, I want to kill this person. I want to smother them with a pillow in the middle of the night. I don't think. Simmer a, down, Rodney Atkins. I don't think that a honeymoon, like, but honeymooners would want to do that. They're probably still you never in the honeymoon you never phase. Know, you never know. You never know. Yeah. But you not Michaela. And what's his name? Evan, Donna is Evan. his name. Yes, Evan. So congratulations. And I walked up to him while she was doing whatever the, the new bride was doing in the restroom at the racetrack, the women's room. And I said, hey, I introduced myself. And I handed him a card. And um, I said, can I get some information from you so we can talk about you in Tuesday's episode? He's like, absolutely. I said, can I record something with you guys? He's like, no, no, we're, we're, we're leaving. We're going okay, to. Okay, that, yeah. Well, I, I would thought, be like, who's this weird man with a hot dog <laughs> who claims he has a podcast? Like, my creepy. Roller, my roller grill Like, that's on. like then, like, that Ghislaine, what's her name, jumps out of the van. Okay. And they're like, okay, yeah, come on, let's record the podcast. And the next thing you know, you, they've shaved your head and you're headed to Mexico or something. All right. To Belize rather than the Bahamas, where they're Seriously. having some real problems over, over, over that area. Where is Belize? Is it South America or Mexico? And why did we have this conversation earlier this week? Because someone is doing a mission trip in Belize, but that's right. Charlotte is doing one in the Dominican. All right. So, congratulations to the lovely couple. And they said they were going to be listening today to this episode. And I'm hoping, Donna, that we hook them in as permanent listeners and, and, and pod peeps. If they've made it this far, they're probably like, I don't know if this podcast is right. for us. Yeah. I hit the racetrack where I met Evan and Michaela. On Sunday, after being with my dad, my old man, in Asheville, North Carolina, beautiful Asheville, Western North Carolina mountains, dad's house sits right off the Blue Ridge Parkway, and you can just sit in his den, and you can look out the those big, would you call them like ceiling to or floor to ceiling windows, huh? Yes. There in the front, and just look at the mountains and the leaves. And um, dad's a very private person, always has been, um, but his health has. Declined. We, we talk about this on the podcast, you know, aging parents. And looking at the calendar, I knew that with Christmas parades coming up and with appearances, uh, radio appearances, that I, I, this would be the only shot for me to get there this past weekend. And we had a fantastic visit. We ate. We watched college football. How about Georgia, Georgia Tech? Very good. We um, hung out and talked and, and just shared stories and, and, and called up. And it was a fun, fun time. And um, love my pops very much. All right. Oprah and Gail. Remember when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle did the Oprah interview? The 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 representing, or not really representing, they had exited the British royal family, correct? Yes. 
Okay. Well, they had moved to Malibu and they were, this was their first interview, their first joint interview where they dropped a lot of bombshells that people were like, wait, what? One of them was um, someone questioning baby Archie, their son's uh, skin color. Is that fear, Donna? Yes. Prince Charles, a spokesman for Prince Charles, told the Post that this is fiction and would not would, would not worth further comment. Spokesperson for Harry and Meghan did not respond to requests for comment. So everybody's trying to figure out who was the member of the royal family that said this about baby Archie. And now there's a British biographer, I think. Yes. And there's a new book, and he's fingering who? Prince Charles. However, here's what they're saying has gone down. It's very interesting, is that, you know, and there was much talk because if you remember, William came out, Harry's brother came out later and said, we are very much not a racist family. And so supposedly what happened was, and, you know, who knows? It has to be, if any of this is true, it has to be leaked by, you know, members of. Someone inside. Someone inside them. Yes, inside. So basically it says what they were saying was that, you know, Prince Charles was talking to his wife, Camilla, who I likened to Cruella DeVille, by the way, she's about as excited. The two of them, they're probably like really wild behind the scenes because they're so boring in public. However, um, she, when, when Prince Harry and Meghan got engaged, supposedly Prince Charles was musing under his breath to Camilla, his wife, who, if you remember, he left the wonderful, lovely Princess Diana for. Anyway, I digress. But she, he said, I wonder what the children will look like. And supposedly, Camilla was kind of like taken aback a little bit and was like, well, you know, they'll be gorgeous, I'm certain. And he said, no, he lowered his voice and said, I mean, what do you think their children's complexion might be? Sort of like. A little more focused. Yes. Like what, what color is the baby's skin going to be when they have a baby? So Meghan Markle, her mother is black and her father is white, correct? That's right. And. That was the comment. And so this biographer, the book, if you're listening on Upload Day, is out today. And it's called Brothers and Wives, Inside the Private Lives of William, Kate, Harry, and Meghan. But here's the thing. So mm-hmm. so then what happened was through these people who worked in the palace, the story sort of got legs, as stories do. And by the time it got to Meghan and Harry, it was like of epic proportion. Like it was almost like he was racist he was, the comments were much more targeted and and that type of thing. So somewhere between those two is the truth. Maybe he was muttering something under his breath. And we all know, and this is just a fact, that there are people in your lives, maybe some of you are fortunate not to have this, but there are people in your lives, and a lot of times they are older generation, Mm -hmm. who say things very off-putting, very off-color, and that at times are completely inappropriate with the times we're living in. Correct. But they don't know better. Not necessarily the times they grew up right. in. Again, not appropriate. But I know, I mean, we have a couple of these things in our family. And I I do think, ugh, this is a tough conversation, but I do think that there are people who are not racist in their heart, but just don't understand that some of the things and the language that they use is inappropriate. And could be found offensive. Yeah. And by the way, that could be for someone's skin color, their sexuality, their religion. Their religion. Anything. Yeah, anything. And and I think um I think that's a tough thing. And I, you know, I know like coming off of Thanksgiving and having um dinners and stuff around tables and stuff, the one thing that I really feel strongly about is when 
And most of the time, our kids don't. But if out of out of um, just sheer being naive, um, they say something, I think it's very important to say to your kids, hey, hang on a sec. I just want you to know, I know you probably didn't mean that as off-putting, but that's not appropriate. Because what you also don't ever want your kids to do is to be sitting around a table with a family or at a, a, a later in life at a um, you know, a work function right. and say something and them just absolutely not know. That to me is different than kids who have grown up in a household where they have been exposed to parents constantly saying racist remarks or this person is beneath us or this. That's very different. Very different. So I'm not, I don't, I, I, I'm not a huge Prince Charles fan, but I don't know if maybe, and, and listen, the remark is inappropriate, as we said, but I don't know if it started that way and then just got Grew into escalated through the ranks to something else, you know. Is that who you thought it was? Yes. Okay. 100%. All right. Next episode of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast, we're going to cover this question. If you had a podcast, what would it be about? And that is in the honors application, if your young adult applies for college at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Yes. If you had a podcast, what would it be about? Because our daughter, Olivia, our 18-year-old daughter, is, is working on that right now. Um, let's see here. Number one, Georgia, Alabama. This Saturday, it is the SEC Championship game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Next episode, we'll check in with Tuck Cowk for about five minutes. I think I have found a pair of tickets. Really? How much? Well, I think he's going to give them to me, so oh. I'll talk to you later about it. But it's I think. Well, what, what, what does that mean? You're, you're staying at home and I'm headed to the, the, the game? Hardly, no. Okay. No. If what, you're what nice percentage to, are we at right If now? you're nice to me, I'll take you as my guest. Okay, but what percentage are we at? Like, what's, uh, what, what's the percent chance I'm, that we're going to get I'm them? like at 80, 85. Really? Here's okay. the thing. If you have an extra ticket, you want me to be your guest. Because number one, I am a fantastic guest. I will be nice to your guests. I do not over drink. I won't embarrass you. However, I will bark. I will pull a herky. I'll pull a herky. I will pull out some old school cheerleading moves. Like if you want to get on my shoulders, I'm your woman. And here's the thing. I have to tell you this. You know how I've been on this and I started this whole flipping cars thing and now everybody's like on it. And I love it because I want all of y'all to be on my flipping cars team. But so I'm working Saturday and Auburn is so close to beating. And I know we have a lot of Alabama fans, but anyway, close to beating them. And when I say beating them, I mean beating Nick Saban. Okay, not beating the team, just beating Nick Saban. Okay, right, right. so they're so close. <laughs> and like they show the fans in the Alabama side and they just look like someone just took away all their Despondent. toys for Christmas. Yes, and he's worried and he's cracking his clipboard and you know he's like telling them they're going to have to walk back to like their university, you know, that kind of thing. And then, and I was like, I told, because I was at the store and I was like, I told these kids that were working because we are all watching college football. I go, let me tell you something. If this happens, you're not going to see me because I'm heading out this door. Just I've got- flip. When I have, my, I have my, I told him, I go, I got my flipping gloves and Jake Cowart, who is our friend Tug's son, he goes, Miss Donna, what's a flipping glove? I said, I got them in my purse because you can't flip a car with your bare hands. So I said, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm sitting on go. So I was so excited. I mean, I'm running around the store. I'm just so damn excited. And then what happens? Damned if Alabama doesn't come back <sighs> in all these overtimes. And I'm just like, what does he do? Like, what does he say to them on sidelines? Like, they are so afraid of this man that they will do whatever the hell they have to do to win. Uh, let's see. It's going to be Alabama and Georgia. And uh, this is 
the fourth time in the last five years that these teams have met, all right? And um, I think that uh, Bulldogs have been coming in and have lost six in a row. We've, we've heard. Okay, Donna. Yeah, we've heard. We're, we're a different team. Because you know what Kirby says, we're elite. You're either elite or you're nothing. And you're going to flip some cars. I swear to God. And if you don't live by that mantra every morning when you get up and your feet hit the ground, listen, I'm preaching to you right now. You better be listening. I don't care if you're a dog fan or not. When your feet hit the floor, you better be late. You better be like, I am elite or I'm nothing. And I'm going to go flip some cars. You can leave that part out. No, I but I mean, that into all as the you move through your life, you need to be elite. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, Don. I hear you. Fantastic. Tug Cowart from 680 The Fan. Atlanta Sports Station, next episode, talk not only about the uh, George Georgia Tech ass-whooping at Bobby Dodd this past weekend, but the upcoming SEC Championship. I mean, there's just nothing better than when George beats Tech and those people just go back to their computers. More, dis- well, more despondent oh. crowd shots, too. Well, and they just know. they all just go back to their, like, beacons. What are those things called? What I, I don't know. What is that? You know that you pour chemistry things with? Beaker. Beakers. Yeah, they're beakers. beakers. All yeah. right. So, yesterday was Cyber Monday. What kind of damage did you do, if any, Don? I did a little bit. I um, I, I, it's interesting. I think now that I work like in a retail type situation, it's very interesting to me. Like Black Friday versus Cyber Monday, I do think that the majority of people wait. I don't know for Cyber Monday. You know, I still think about the times like when your sister Julie would come down to Atlanta because you know a long time ago, believe it or not, little kids. There weren't super targets and Coles and, uh, you know, Nordstrom racks in every city that you lived in. So some people had to come to the big city right. to get the shopping done. And she would come down with these circulars and she would like she would plot her day from like five in the morning to 11. And I was always fascinated by Black Friday shoppers because I just wasn't one because I was like, how do you budget? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you get and I know there are some people and I'd love to hear from people. I know we have people listening who do it all on those two days. Um it's become very boring now that our kids are grown. We have a 22, a 18, and a 15. Here's what they do now, which I'm very appreciative of. And I've been talking to other parents in this age group. They send me a list. Not only do they send me a list, they send me a list with links. Links. That's great. That's, that's big. That's time The saving. item is already in the cart. Right. That's, that's what Will told me. I had put my item because I said, what size? He wants this special pair of boots. I'm like, what size do you want? He's like, it's in the cart with the size waiting for you. Fantastic. It's foolproof, right? I mean, even for a grandparent, that would be foolproof. Yeah. But think. then I think, you know, as parents, we have to go out and do that due diligence of. Um, you don't, though. I don't think that you do. Yeah. As long as they're happy. I saw where gift cards are up like 50% this year because people can't find things yes. on people's gifts. And, and so the gift card is becoming acceptable. It's no longer you're being lazy or anything. I like that. Yeah, I do, too. And I also think I've had a lot of discussions with people coming out of that horrific pandemic. You know, this year we had our whole family over for Thanksgiving, um, and I was working a lot up until that moment. In the past, I would have been very, like, anxious. Like, oh, my God, my house has to be clean. I basically cleaned my downstairs and didn't touch the upstairs because I knew at this age nobody, it's not like they're little kids anymore, so nobody even came upstairs other than my kids. And I outsourced most of my meal. You know, there have been years where I've cooked everything and then there's been years where I've outsourced it. And I just decided that, you know what, it's really just about being able to be together. And so I think that's the one thing I've talked to a lot of people that the pandemic did, including shopping and that kind of stuff and gift giving is just don't stress about it so much. You know, it's just it's 
it's a gift that we can all be together and you just do what you can do. Although, can we just talk about these Christmas lights, the Christmas light situation that we got going on in our neighborhood? Okay. We have- We're we're being forced to opt in. Opt in is what's going on. So when we first moved into our neighborhood, we bought into the Holly Jolly package that I swear to you, I think was $3,200. You remember. I remember. And it was a landscaping company. It was. And- the whole gist, the whole gist of it was they were going to house your lights for you, and that every year, you know, the first year you had to really buy in because you had to get all those lights sourced, and then after that, you got a locker. Yeah, you got a lock, kind of like a wine locker <laughs> at Bones, and they'd come and they'd get your lights and they'd put them back on your house and your, you know, turnkey good to go. So the price went down a little bit, not much, and I mean it did look good. It did. It, it did. And I think the kids were little and it was a big deal and everything. And so then after about mm, seven years of that, and we're like, this is crazy. I found these wonderful people who basically clean windows and clean gutters, but they also have decided that it's a really good side gig to hang Christmas lights. And they're awesome. You can't have the number because they're, they get books starting in October. And I've given the number to everyone and they're like, please stop giving out our number lady. So, but what you do is you have to buy your lights. You know, and then they hang them for you, you which get is them fine. Like a Target or something, exactly. Yeah. So, as I had to explain to some people um, who are using them this year, you you don't pull out your same lights because let me tell you what happens if you you it's kind of like the car seat. Okay, I'm a big believer, and I hate to say this for people who are after landfills, but I'm a big believer in trashing things and getting new. Okay, that sounds so horrible. It is, but here's the problem: if they string those old lights. They turn them on one time. And one strand doesn't work. And, and they, they roll no, out. You're right about that. They roll out. Well, what would be the investment on an average size home to go buy brand new twinkle dinkle lights at Target just for to outline your house? It's like 50 bucks maybe? Yeah, a little more than that. A little more than that, Donna. About 300 yeah. oh, Wow, okay. Depends right. on your square footage. But listen, that's less than 3500 Yeah, but I mean, the other thing is you have to kind of gauge it. And like a couple of years, I've had just enough to barely make it across mm-hmm. the backside of the house or whatever. But I don't care because right. here's what they do. They clean your gutters. They string your lights. And then they come and take them down for a third of the price. That's true. So we've had, I think every year we've pretty much done it. I don't think we did it last year because of the pandemic right. and there just wasn't a point. And, but now everybody's doing it. Everybody in the neighborhood. It started in October. Yes. There were huge homes in this neighborhood that had their, their official, like big lighting stuff up in uh, mid-October. Mid-October. Before Halloween. I think maybe they get a discount. Just uh, they do. In they do. They do. You get a huge, don't worry about it. The dogs are in the background. Don't worry about it. Jeez. Um, it's the, uh, it's the FedEx man here. Yeah. Okay. So anywho, um, yeah, I mean, we can't be that house that's dark up on the hill. I say we can though, because you know, these people up here on the hill, they're not going to do it. They're not going to cut a check to have someone throw up Christmas lights around their house. They're just not going to do it. So we know we would, at least there'd be one other home that's black. I'm not, I can't do it. I'm I'm doing it. I got to have Holly Jolly. I feel like you're being, we're being forced into doing it. I'll also say this, and this makes my little heart just pressure, so, pressure. It, so sweet. Like Charlotte used to tell me that she loved like when she could like open her little blinds uh-huh. and see the Christmas lights. It's like Cindy Lou Who from the Grinch. When, so, she, I mean, gets her, when she gets her own house, she can pay $3,500 a month. Again, or, uh, yeah, I just want you to know there are All so right. many people who listen to this podcast that think you come across as net net as angry, angry, mm-hmm. angry and bitter and Non-empathetic. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yep. Well, welcome to all of you. So Cyber Monday yesterday, there was one of the big box retailers, and they put out this coupon, this coupon, Donna. And it was a Shop Now coupon that you got online, like sent your email. 
And it says, unbelievable savings are just a click away. Shop now with a shop now button on it, all right? Here's, here's what's going on. Uh, the unbelievable savings are just a click away, but your furniture is worlds away. No kidding. When you order from this big box retailer, your furniture, and they're going to take your money. They're going to give you a ship date, but that date's going to be uh, another year off. It'll be an entire year before your, your furniture comes around. Here's how you can get furniture for the holidays. Here's how, for Christmas anyway, here's, here's how you can get furniture for tomorrow, if you so desire. You make the drive to Gainesville, Georgia, to Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road. Don has inventory not only on the showroom floor there, 16,000 square feet of inventory. You find what you're looking for in the showroom, load it up, take it home today. Okay. Donna has four warehouses. Ask for Donna, the daughter of the Wolfman. Has four warehouses around Gainesville because she has so much inventory. She had to rent additional warehouse space. She'll drive you to the four warehouses. You find it there. Pay for it, strap it down, and you hit it home. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, brain it's amazing. And I mean, here's the thing. if It's not too late, and that's the best news. Like, we talked about it before Thanksgiving. If you're one of those people who you really just kind of need a little bit of a refresh, and maybe that's something that you and your spouse or you and your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever have decided, like, you know what? Instead of getting a bunch of gifts this year, we're going to kind of like, we've had years like that. Where we're Refurnish like, some things. Yeah, we're going to like Refurnish, invest in the house, yeah. you know? And that's what we're going to do. Go up there and guess what? You may have a little bit extra money to pop on down to the Gainesville Jewelry afterwards because you might have a little extra money, more money than you thought because Donna's going to give you such a great deal. Or pop up north to Cherokee and spend your savings on the the one-armed bandit stuff. Mm-hmm. The slaughters. Yeah. All right. Don't be seen rocking on your porch in an imported, delicate, frail, and wispy rocker like you'll also find at the big box retailer. Donna Gallery Furniture has your American-made Hinkle Chair Company rockers, wide armrests, contoured slat seat, sturdy slatted back, available in Georgia Bulldog, black, red, and white. The red Hinkle even has uh, the Georgia Insignia, starting at 159 Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. We have a small ask of you three things. Follow and subscribe. To this podcast so you don't miss anything coming up. Invite and encourage friends and family members, people in your circle to enjoy the podcast. Listen to the end of each episode for outtakes and occasional notes from uh, PTM from Carl Appen. And show the sponsors of this podcast some love. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Dinner Affair. Dinner A-F-A-R-E dot com. Caddy 2021 is the promo code. $30 off your first order. If you're flying during the holidays on Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. Check out the hype song playlists while you fly 34,000 feet in the air. And that's where we are now, Donna, with the hype songs. You're going with one of my favorite songs. Um, he's a former Eagle. And I played this song on the piano from the time it came out until I could probably go downstairs right now and, and hammer out enough to where you would know it's this song. It wouldn't be good necessarily. But it was one of my favorite songs to play. Yeah, I love the song. So it's Don Henley and it's Heart of the Matter. Um, and I, you know, here's like, just listen to these lyrics. So listen, um, okay. Uh, there are people in your life who've come and gone. They let you down. They know they, you know, they've hurt your pride. You better put it all behind you, baby. Cause life goes on. You keep carrying that anger and guess what's going to happen, hon? You're going to, you're not going to get down to the It's going to eat you up inside. That, or that. Yeah. Yeah. I love this song. I listened to it the other day. It's kind of like an old school one and it's made me think, and we're not going to get into this too deep, but I think we will on the next podcast. It's made me think a lot about, because a lot of the lines in there are like forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And so I have a friend right now that I've been talking to who's going through a really bad divorce. And so, 
And, and I think the holidays are tough. Maybe we will get into this some. I think the holidays are really tough right now for people. I think a lot of life changes happen at the holidays. People freak out. You know, you should never make decisions at the holidays because it just, I want to tell you in life, in relationships and friendships and family, there's a high energy fever going on. And it feels like because it's the end of the year that people have to make these crazy decisions. And I think sometimes people make really rash, crazy decisions at the holidays. I want to say that, first of all. Number two, my friend who's going through the really bad divorce, she said, I'm so sick of these memes that I keep getting from people where they're like, you got this girl. You're going to be stronger on the other side. You know, forgiveness doesn't mean you forget. And so I was thinking about this song and, and I think it's true, but I do think that there's something to the fact that in life, whether it's something going on with your family, your kids, your spouse, like there is forgiveness, but there's also like grief and there's mourning for what could have, should have been, what you lost. Because what she's saying is like, I, I didn't think my life was going to look like this. I don't have a partner to grow old with. And I'm like, well, maybe you'll meet someone. Or, and she's like, that's not what it's about. I get the whole forgiveness thing and that things didn't work out the way I wanted them to. And she said, and I'm not trying to be like cry me a river. But at the same time, I think she said, and this is so true, and I agree, what gets lost in life is just mourning what you lost. Because I think people sometimes are so... This Adele album just has you I'm tell- sideways. Well, because right? I think sometimes people... it all goes back to Adele. No, but I think sometimes people are so quick to want to wrap it up and move on to what they think is going to be Shangri-La, that they don't spend enough time kind of like mourning what they had. Does that make sense? Do you get that? I do, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. But, but we, this, the, the, a similar conversation was last episode, kind of about Adele, about do you regret not making, and it wasn't about marriage. It could have been about anything in your life. Yeah. Aren't these kind of parallel conversations? Kind of. They complement one another? I kind of. I just think that, like, she said her and her husband were so angry for so long that, like, you know, everybody was finally, like, kind of like with this song is my point. Like, you know, all that anger is just going to eat you up, eat you up, eat you up. So you just need to move on. And it's like sometimes it's not that easy to move on. Not that you're stuck, but that you at least need to acknowledge the fact that what you thought was going to happen didn't happen. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, no, it does. So anyway, that's that's my play with this song too. So I love this song, Love Don Henley. It's one of my favorite songs. It was also at the title track, I think, to that project. I think so. Because he was one of the first Eagles to put out a solo. Eagle. Eagle, rather, to put out a solo project. All right, I'm going to add, Donna, a genre to the hype song playlist that we've never added before. I don't think. You ready? Ready. Alan Jackson, A Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh. Um, it's two minutes and a half. Uh, it's two minutes and a half. All right. I think we can do it. Okay. I'm trying to do better with Christmas this year. Well, I am too. I love, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big Christmas music fan, but I'm, I'm going to tell either. you now working like in a store, if I hear Mariah Carey or Holly Jolly Christmas one more time, like I'm going to like punch someone in the stomach, like throat punch them. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Yeah. Two minutes and a half. He's from Noonan, Georgia. I work at the Bear 92.5, which is the South Side's best country. And if you play Alan Jackson once, you can play him six times an hour. And nobody complains because he is that uh, Coweta County, Noonan, Georgia is Alan Jackson. And I played that on the other day. And I thought, you know what? I think we need some some Christmas flavor. I love it. Some Christmas color. I do on too. The Spotify on playlist. Fantastic. We're celebrating. Uh, I want to run over Donna real quick. My list of appearances. Mm. That's plural. Appearances. Coming to your town soon. Uh, tomorrow, if you're in Coweta County in Noonan, I will be at the uh, the Canathon 
for the Coweta County Community Food Pantry. Very important. It's 7A to 7P. I'll be there tomorrow, 7A to 10A for three hours. Bring some uh, hot chocolate and some donuts if you don't mind. That's tomorrow morning. Not to donate. Or I mean, for you. Right, yes. Okay, but then yes. bring your canned then, foods. Of yes. course, bring your cans. And we take checks, and there's PayPal, too. That's great. Uh, Saturday night, I'll see you at the Fayetteville, Georgia Christmas Parade on Main Street. Okay. Is that, well, I told you about that, didn't I? Uh, no. I did. Okay. I'm I did. excited. And then Sunday night, I will be on the Redneck Show with Keith Rockdale Bone and the shady cast of the Redneck Show, including Keith's mother, who I'm going to dress up as my Mrs. Claus. And I'm going to be there as Caddy Claus. And Donna, this is the first ever The Redneck Show Christmas episode with Caddy Claus. I love it. Seven starts at seven o'clock Sunday night. And and so while planning this event, I said to, to Keith Rock to opponent, I said, you know what? We need to have a charity angle. You know, there needs to be a charity involved somehow. And I said, but you know what? Everybody's just nickel and dime to death this time of the year with, with charities and you're, you're buying presents and you got your regular bills to pay and things like that. I, I don't want to ask people for a monetary donation at the first of many to come, the Redneck Show's Christmas uh, edition, Christmas episode with Caddy Claus. So we're going to have an ask of you this Sunday night at 7 o'clock when you tune into the Redneck Show. We're going to have a big ask of you. You can, you can pull in your entire family. You can, you can get this done with your entire family. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make your, your heart feel warm. And it's not going to be a financial Ask. We're not going to ask for a financial pledge Sunday night. We're going to ask for a pledge of some type from you and your family. But I'll say this, that it's, it's going to be a big ask. But I know that you have a lot of these, and it's not going to cost you a dime. So we're excited about that. I like it. I like how you're okay. teasing it. All right. So uh, we'll post links everywhere and also in the letter. This Saturday for the Redneck Show, 7 o'clock goes live from Conyers, Georgia, and Rockdale County. And you never know what you're going to get. I've done this show one time before. Mm. Uh, it is Keith Rockdale Bone and these guys. They, Donna, they just talk about what's on their mind. They play, like us. They play music that they don't have the rights to and, and, and don't apologize for it. Well. Keith Rockdale Bone is in Facebook jail all the time as well. But So I, I said, please be on your best behavior, at least now, until, See, yes, yes. until this Sunday, so we can get this episode. Yeah, what happens if he goes to jail? I don't know. I think he has some backup pages. I think people that are forever being jailed. Have you ever been in Facebook no, jail? No, I Me never. either. No. But, you know, I will say, that's what I love about Keith. He is unapologetically Keith. And he also, talking about what you guys are going to do Sunday, he is, he is the first person, if somebody reaches out, who is having a tough day or needs help or needs to spread the word about something that they're doing. Um, he does it. And a lot of people, a lot of people, especially in our industry, talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Amen. And I got to tell you, Keith does. He does what he says he's going to do. And you may not, if you follow him, I know a lot of people have started following him through us and I've had people say, wow, man, this guy's crazy. Um, you may not always agree with him politically or anything that you know he's putting up, but basically everything he does, and him and I have talked about this, is just lighthearted, just to bring joy to people's right. life. There's enough heavy, heavy seriousness in life. So um, I'm thankful for him and and I, you know, and for people like him who, you know, are willing to still help neighbors and help people who need help. It's very grassroots. It the, is. The entire show, the 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 family members that that tune in and view it every Sunday night. And it's so unpredictable. And so I said to Keith, we started talking about this about a month ago, doing the first ever Christmas episode with Caddy Claus. And uh, I said, listen, this is going to be like 
uh, Dirty Santa gift exchange has has nothing on this episode of the Redneck Show. Mm. It's going to be just unchained on. Okay, I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't either. I don't either know. That's what the kids say. Okay. All right. Sunday night. Have you seen the tree in downtown Alpharetta? It's not going to be lighted, lighted up or lit up. Lit up, up. lit up. It is, is it? fancy. Until this Friday, I believe. It is fancy. Brand new. So pretty. It's very, like the old tree had a lot. I know there's a lot of talk about the old tree and the old tree had a lot of like character, but this tree is very aesthetically, like it's just beautiful. And it's kind of like, you know what I, it reminds me of? It's kind of like what Alpharetta is now. Alpharetta is still grassrootsy, but Alpharetta is very refined too. Clean. It makes a statement. Yes. And I, th- I, th- I think the, tr- the tree just represents our city so well. I have to tell you, I drove through this weekend and there were tons of people out sitting on the green, kids running around, watching the big screen, watching football. I say this a lot and I know people get tired of me saying this. I love our city. I love where we live. I am so proud of it. We have lived here for 17 years. We have lived here from the time when there was nothing on Wynwood Parkway to now where we have amazing shopping, amazing restaurants, beautiful hotels, and brand new place just opened called Up on the Roof that has the best views of Alpharetta. The top of the uh, Berkshire Hathaway building. Unbelievable. Next to uh, Smokejack Barbecue. Unbelievable. If you come out here and you go there, you will think you're like at some fancy dancy in, in place. Paris, Seriously. Paris, at the top of the Eiffel Tower, Don. Yes. Amazing. Right. So that's going to happen. It's the, um, the season of celebration in downtown Alpharetta. And it's going to happen for the next three Friday nights of December. Now, this Friday, it will feature the actual tree lighting. And they're going to have, uh, you know, an assortment of wintry and merry activities each of the three Fridays. But the big one is going to be this Friday when we actually light this brand new tree in downtown Alpharetta. going to be photo ops with holiday decor, life-size nutcrackers around the town green. It is uh, that time of the year. Stay a while. Play a while. Play a while. Stay a while. In Alpharetta, Georgia, 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta. Also, dinosaurs have taken over the city. I hear it on the police radios. The Alpharetta Department of Public Safety. The, the, They're loose. The walkie-talkie chatter, Donna. About the dino safari. And a special walkthrough exhibition underway at North Point Mall. Now until April 2022. Over 30 giant moving dinosaurs take you on a safari. A globe-trotting expedition around the world. Dropping in to see a variety of dinosaurs on each of the... How many continents do we have, Don? You're not paying attention. How many continents do we have? There are seven continents, wow, and I, I am paying that. attention. I want to miss that. Dig up ancient fossils. Measure the massive T-Rex. Race a raptor. It's all happening at North Point Mall as dinosaurs and dino safari take over awesome Alpharetta. There's something for everybody here. You're going to find everything to make the holidays brighter, magical, and more festive right here in our backyard. So, do this. After you play here for the holidays for a few days, stay a while at one of Alpharetta's 30 modern and upscale hotels to make it a getaway or a staycation. 30 modern and upscale hotels to choose from. Visit awesomealpharetta.com. Click on Book Your Room. That's the button you're going to see to compare rates at any of the hotels. Awesomealpharetta.com. Cannot wait to see you here. I'm ready. All right. Dinner Affair is making the ordering process easier for your family. The packages are now much more straightforward. Whether you're feeding two, three, or four adults at your dinner table, that depends on the package that you choose. Yeah. So we had a pod peep, um, Billy Oliver, he's a huge, huge Love pod Billy. peep, reached out and he said, you know, listen, I've heard you guys talk about Dinner Affair forever. We're going to do it. It makes more sense. We were standing in the grocery store the other day, just staring at the aisles. We've all been there. If you, listen, if you've got grown kids, by the time they get to a certain age, 
young kids, grown kids, anything, you're just like, I've run out of it. You, you burn know? through everything. Like you put your spaghetti out and they're just like, Argh. and it's kind of like you're in like the Olympics or something where like, especially if you're working and you're making all this food and you put it out and then it's like, people are like holding up cards to rate you. And you're like, listen, I'm just doing my best here, folks. And they're like, eh, 2.3. We don't like it. Eh. You know? So that's not going to happen with dinner fair. These meals are so easy. And it was so nice last week. We finished off our Thanksgiving dinner. And just as I've been talking about, we went straight back pulled out a dinner and we're ready to go because we had nothing in the refrigerator because you used every ounce of butter, Pam, cooking oil that you had. And even then some, and probably gave some to your neighbors. You didn't even know you had. Oh my God. So make your life easy through the holidays. Six chef created dinners. Here's a breakdown. Just the, the six dinner package from dinner affair. Sirs four is $199 for six chef created dinners. That breaks down to eight twenty nine per serving. Plus don't forget your caddy discount. If this is your first order, that discount promo code CADDY2021. Free delivery anywhere in Metro Atlanta. We're talking any of the 26 counties. Free delivery to your front porch, to your front door. No contract. Dinner Affair ships nationwide too, and there's always a money-back guarantee. Dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. Let's do a little laugh to go with your decaf, Donna. You ready? I'm ready. We have a favorite. Well, we have a lot of favorite comedians. We discovered this one, though. Um, like, I think just cruising through Netflix one night, right? I love her. Well, I, I just love her. I love her. Fortune Feimster. Just the funniest, the funniest person because she takes all the things that you did growing up, like swim team. Maybe, maybe you had a parent took you to Hooters, which is not quite appropriate for like a, a meal or to your birthday. And it is just the funniest take on life. So funny. She was on Seth Meyers uh, two weeks ago and she's going to be in the Atlanta area, Augusta, uh, Friday, December the 10th at Miller Theater in here in Atlanta. Two days, Saturday, December 11th, and Sunday, December 12th at Center Stage Theater. So this is Fortune on Seth Meyers, um, and she is, um, she just, she's very, very funny. Here is uh, one of the clips. So fascinated uh, by what this last two years was like for comedians who were used to be on stage, uh, used yeah. to be working out new material. Uh, what did you find out about yourself when you couldn't do comedy every night? Oh, Seth. <laughs> it turns out I have no skills. No? None. <laughs> None. People use that time to be productive to an extent. I, I didn't even get a sourdough started. No? Nothing. I, I, I sat much. on the couch just watching Netflix documentaries about old people in love. Yeah. I cried every night. <laughs> so for me, it was a very emotional time. You know. I didn't even get a shortbread started, Donna. Love it. Says Fortune. Here's another clip with her uh, on the Seth Meyers. Oh, you know, Fortune. <laughs> so a year and a half later... A year and a half later, we're finally back at it. Was Thank it? Goodness. What was the first show back like? Well, I did a show in New York. Um, I'm doing shows here this weekend, but this was like a private gig. And I didn't realize it was Gay Pride Weekend, which, take my gay card. I should know these things. Yeah. So I'm walking through the West Village because I just ordered a lot of food for takeout. Because yeah. a year and a half in the pandemic, we're just yeah. eating. That's yeah. all you have to do. Absolutely. And I got, like, enough food for an army. And I'm walking through the West Village and like 20 gay guys stand up and start, they give me a standing ovation. And I was like. Signaling to yourself. And they were like, yeah, they would watch my special. And they were like, hey, girl, we love you. And I was like, thank you so much. And they're like, is that for like four people? And I'm like. <laughs> never, no. You should never try to guess how much the takeout's for. Um, Every time I order takeout, they're like, you need four forks, right? <laughs> A little laugh. No. <laughs> to go with the decaf from my fortune. 
Dorothy on the Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast. Love it. Love her. She's coming to the Fox Theater. Uh, I think soon. I'll, I'll get you those dates. We just mentioned it. It's a, a, a weekend. It's actually oh, center stage. You did. Okay. Oh, it's moved. All right. Well, okay. Do you think that reflects ticket sales? I don't know. I don't think it would for Fortune. No, I no, really no. don't. No. A uh, little laugh with your decap brought to you by Folgers. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Thank you, Folgers, for your support of the My Second Night podcast. Uh, anything on your mind, Donna? You want to go out on here? Uh, no, just, you know, hang in there. We've got to get through the holidays. Just be patient, be nice, let your neighbor in in traffic. And if someone lets you in, it's just common courtesy to give a little wave or a smile. Acknowledge something. It. Just an Acknowledge acknowledgement. The, the, that's the all, nice deed. That's all we're asking for. Yep. Next episode of My Second Act, talk, talk uh, Georgia Bulldogs and Alabama this weekend and talk uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech from this past weekend. Dear Preston, Preston, we're going to be in the studio next episode with PT, Donna. I can't wait to see that little person. Dear Preston, is a very popular segment on this podcast. PT answers your burning questions about relationships and child rearing and any other questions you might have for a millennial. Because, Donna, you claimed a few months ago, a couple months ago, when we launched this feature that people are tired of hearing our opinions. I think so. And we're going to mix it up a little bit. I would love to see you uh, this morning in Coweta County. I will see you Saturday night in Fayette County. And I will see you on Sunday night in Rockdale County and on the Redneck Show. Uh, first ever Christmas episode with Caddy Claus is what it's being called. Audio for this episode of the My Second Act podcast from Late Night with Seth Myers. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. This episode of the My Second Act podcast produced by Preston Thompson, PT, host of the Georgia Politics podcast. He is also editor of The Letter. Now, The Letter is our e-newsletter, a component to this podcast, and it's a fun four-minute read delivered to your inbox for free every Saturday morning at 9.10. Text left on red to the number 22828 to sign up, subscribe for free. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingold Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Cadillac Jack.